Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 512 FM. It's your host, Clarissa, owner of 512 Studio, for all of you new listeners out there. Just a quick note, I appreciate all of you listening to this podcast. If you have questions, please feel free to email me at 512fm at gmail.com. That's the word five, the number 12fm at gmail.com. Also, make sure you rate this podcast with five stars and making sure you give it the most awesome feedback. Now, let's all go on to the show. So a few years ago, I was browsing the internet as one does and saw a post about quitting your nine to five and starting your business. At this time, I was at a job I wasn't a fan of and itching to do something different. So I bit and started reading the article. To summarize, let me just tell you what it said. Hand in your notice, and not within two weeks, at that moment, right then, right now. No plan, no strategy. You may or may not have savings, but hey, it's okay. And so I closed my laptop and walked away laughing and shaking my head. Look, there are so many articles about this out there, and you can do that if you want to, but they're leaving out very crucial information, so I'm going to tell you this right now. One, most of these people come from some sort of privileged background. Now, when I talk about a privileged background, I don't necessarily mean that they have a silver spoon in their mouths, which some of them probably do. But privilege, and especially in starting your own business, can come from a lot of different uh, backgrounds in a lot of different ways. One, you may be married, and so you may not even be the breadwinner at your job or at your job at your home. And you have that flexibility to quit your job because you don't have any kids and it's just you and your spouse. Or you have parents that, hey, if you decide that you're going to do this, they can help you for a little bit as you start your business. And I think that's great, but not everybody has that. Two, they have a startup feed somewhere. If, if, for example, you do quit your job, that's probably because they have something in the background that they're not telling you about, and they're keeping it mum because it doesn't make a good story in these articles. They're also highly irresponsible. Some people will charge all of their business expenses on credit cards, and they'll say, oh, we'll pay it back when we get all of this money. But there's so many resources out there that say your first year is probably your brokest year. And honestly, looking at the economy right now, it's probably not going to be just one year of having a broke year in your business. I don't care how smart you are. If you've planned accordingly, you're not going to overly profit your first year in your business. You might break even, which is fantastic if you do. You may even profit a little bit, which is really fantastic if you do. But you're not going to be this millionaire as you're starting up your business. It's just not what happens. And anybody telling you anything different, they're lying. Or again, they're coming from a privileged background, or they're in an accelerator program, or they're having help from outside sources that are not in this article. So just a little FYI, keep keep that thought process and keep those things in your mind when you're reading articles about this. Now, a few days later, or maybe it was the next day, I was on Twitter reading people's responses about working a nine to five versus being an entrepreneur, which mind you, being an entrepreneur is not a job, okay? It's a description, it's an adjective 
right? So I'm a creative entrepreneur. I have 512 Studio that is an all-inclusive marketing agency, everything from branding to coaching to web design and digital design, right? But I am not just an entrepreneur. That's something that I would see on love and hip hop when people are like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I have lots of different jobs. Like, okay, but what do you do? Like you do not entrepreneur. You you have to do something else, right? So anyway, you know, when people argue working nine to five versus being an entrepreneur, they say, man, quit your job. Working as an entrepreneur, I can work for my myself. I answer to no one. My money is mine. Skirt? No, no, no. Your money is not yours. Because Uncle Sam will swiftly take 15 to 25% of self-employment taxes every quarter. And that is a huge amount of money when you are working on your own. And if you don't answer for anyone, you don't have any business. Look, I have clients and I answer to my clients. And sometimes it's fine because I love what I do. I love the work and I love communicating with them. And other times it's like, oh my goodness, (laughs) right? But I will say that side note for any of my clients or previous clients listening i loved answering to you guys you guys were amazing you guys were fine i i loved the communication or love the communication that i have with you all so you know just just putting that little thing out there but you do answer to people you answer to your audience you answer to your clients you're answering to people it's just maybe not a ceo of a company because you are your own ceo And with that, I kind of just closed my app and I was like, okay, look, is this the universe telling me to quit my job because I'm seeing these things all over the place? Or is this the universe showing me how blind people really are to reality? And I'm going to go with the latter. But let me, I'll give you this, okay? When you work for yourself, it is kind of a prideful thing. Like I work for myself. I have my own business, right? But you also really work for yourself. So you're, you're, you're wearing so many different hats. You're an administrator. You're answering emails and, and doing client invoices. You're the janitor. You're cleaning up your workspace and emptying out the trash cans and vacuuming your work area, which might be your bedroom or your living room. Mine's my living room and sometimes my desk. But, uh, you know, you're doing you're doing literally everything. You're a social media marketer. You're an accountant. You're a designer. You're the copywriter until you can outsource these things. And of course, outsourcing takes money, right? So right now you're wearing all the different hats, you know, as you work for yourself and you kind of take advantage of the fact like, oh, this company hired people to do all of this stuff. Wait, come back. I need you. (laughs) Now, look, if you want to quit your nine to five, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this if you plan accordingly. But yelling like, you know, that you're going to quit your job and work for yourself and you don't have a plan, that's, that's not good. So if you're wanting to do that and you're listening to this and you're like, Clarissa, I hate my job. I want to quit my job now. Like, I want to quit it. I I totally understand. And you and I can have coffee and talk about the times that I almost wanted to be like deuces <laughs> at a job, but I couldn't because I had bills. I'm not telling you to be miserable and I'm not telling you 
to work at a job that is mentally taxing and that is going to make you have a breakdown at work. I I would never tell you to just deal with it because that's not healthy physically or mentally. I am going to tell you, you want to quit your job? Do so, but have a plan and a strategy. And how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you after the break. Starting a business can be rough. You have the idea, now what? Hiring a brand strategist to help you launch or a designer to put your look together may not be in the budget and you're stuck trying to figure it out on your own. This is why I created the brand base. Instead of trying to Google 100 topics on graphic design or suffering from information overload from brand launch tips, the brand base puts everything you need in one workbook. You'll find the core of your business, discover your voice, and create the design you need for a successful start. Go to thebrandbase.512studio.com and purchase your digital copy for only $57. For those who need a cheerleader, check out the Brandbase coaching program. Over three months, we'll have an in-depth building session where we focus on each part of the workbook. A brand audit will be conducted so we know what's working for your brand and what we need to improve. The coaching program also includes email support from me directly and discounts for select 512 Studio services upon completion of the program. The three-month program is $425 paid in full or three easy payments for $150. Again, go to thebrandbase.512studio.com to enroll in the coaching program or purchase the workbook. And listeners of the show can use FM1212 at checkout for 12% off. That's F as in forest, M as in monkey, 1212 to get 12% off at checkout. The brand base. Love your brand from the start. Now, back to the show. I'm with you on wanting you to pursue your dreams. Like, do not, again, do not think I don't want you to. I am on your side. I love helping people pursue their dreams. When they tell me that they're wanting to start their blog so that they can be a social justice influencer, which <laughs> which sounds weird, but um, or they're wanting to do something in this niche that they feel like is missing, that is awesome. And I want to help them do that. But I also know that one of the biggest troubles that make people stop or go belly up is money. And you don't want that to happen to you, okay? Again, you don't want to be irresponsible. And there are people who will say, you know, you can just get a credit card or you can just get a loan, but you gotta pay those back. I'm looking at my student loans right now. (laughs) Like You gotta pay those back. So what you wanna do, and the best way to do this is whatever it is that you want to to become your full-time, to become your main hustle, start it as a side hustle. Look, you think that that sounds stupid or that it sounds corny, but it's not. First of all, you quitting your nine to five is not this glamorous thing. I, there are articles that will have stuff about, you know, people being on the beach when they work or, in the mountains or taking vacations around the world or they get to sleep till noon. I haven't slept till noon since I was in college and I was a little hungover, but whatever. I wake up between the hours of like six and seven. I can, my body cannot do 4 a.m., but I wake up early. 
and I get ready to you know plan my day and sit it you know and, and set it up so that I know what I'm working on, what I need to cross off of my list. And that is something that, again, involves time management. So with your side hustle, let's just go back and talk about side hustles real quick. There are 44 million people who are side hustling. Think about that number. 44 million people are side hustling. Now, I don't know if necessarily it includes people who are participating in MLMs or, you know, like Mary Kay or uh, Lulu Row. Lulu Rose, I can't, I'm sorry, I don't want to name uh, full on. But whatever it is, there are 44 million people side hustling. And some of those people aren't trying to side hustle to make it their main hustle, but these are people who are doing something on the side to save for a trip, pay off credit cards, pay off bills. And think about it like this. There's a rising cost of rent. Student loan debt is mounting, is mounting, I'm sorry. And the minimum wage is stagnant. So everybody has to have that extra income. And there are so many reasons why, yes, you should side hustle. And I'm going to post that link in the description so that you can read that blog. And in that blog is a TED Talk from my friend, Liz Navarro, shout out to her, about the millennials and millennial women and side hustles. And it's such a great TED Talk because it just shows you how many people are doing it and the different reasons why. So read that blog, watch that TED talk, you'll understand why the side hustle thing is basically a must. So yes, start a side hustle, a hustle. <laughs> start a side hustle. Um, that job that you're trying to escape up, escape from, change your mindset about it. That job is now going to become your angel fund that you don't have to pay back, right? So every time you get a paycheck, save about 10% from that paycheck or look at your expenses and go, Hmm, okay, well, do I really need cable? Not really. I got Hulu and Netflix. So you can cut that off. You cut off cable and you save, you know, $50, $60 and take that $50, $60 each month or $70. Take that amount each month that you're saving and put it into another account that is specifically for your business. So you can go, all right, I'm doing photography. I'm going to need a new lens. This is my new lens fund. Look at your bills and look at what you have currently and the benefits that you're getting from your full-time. Right now, most people from their full-time have some kind of health insurance. When you leave your full-time, you don't get health insurance. You have the option for COBRA, but COBRA is so expensive and I think downright terrible. And if you're listening in the United States, you know our fight for healthcare is intense so you have to look at the fact like okay i need a just-in-case fund right look at different options in the marketplace depending on your state some are decent if you're like me in texas it's not so decent <laughs> but um you want to look at that and you want to go okay so if i quit my job i need to put this amount away for health insurance every month cool uh, look at your current bills again. What can you pay down with your nine to five paycheck? What can you pay down with your side hustle? Maybe your side hustle before you start saving, you start looking at, okay, I have a $1,500 credit card bill. So if I start doing photography, that money that I'm getting from photography, I save about 15% for taxes because you want to make sure you have money for taxes. And then I'm going to take the rest of that and I'm going to put it towards the credit card bill. So then when I pay off my credit card bill, then I'm done and I don't have that debt hanging over me. It's already paid off. It's done. 
and you're still working. So you're kind of doing two things at once, right? You're starting your side hustle on building your portfolio as a photographer, for example, and then you're turning around and you're being responsible by paying off debt. And that that's really good for just your everyday basic bills. Can your side hustle help you pay off your car so you don't have a car note? I mean, there are just different things that you can look at. Also, when you're grocery shopping, can you shop generic as opposed to shopping for brand names? Maybe you're not going to Whole Foods as much. Maybe you're hitting up Trader Joe's and Aldi. There's nothing wrong with those places. Love me some Trader Joe's. We are besties. Um, and create a budget. You know, it's it's not, and listen, I'm the last person to try to give any kind of budget advice. <laughs> but I'm just saying that if you can create a budget and say, okay, my entertainment budget is going to be $100 a month and you stick to that, you are going to do so many benefits and, and you're going to see so many benefits in you knowing where your money is going from the beginning. Because your side hustle, it takes a bit for it to start up. It's not this magical thing that, oh, I started a side hustle and now I'm making all this money. You're, you're networking with people. You are sending emails. You're sending quotes. You're doing all these different things. And just because somebody is interested doesn't mean they're automatically a client of yours, right? So you have to prepare yourself that some people are going to think that you're too out of their market or they have to you know stop and pause on their project they were going to involve you on these things just happen and you want to be prepared mentally and financially so you're not in a place where you're just taking anything to fulfill paying a bill or to fulfill putting gas in the car because trust me i have been there done that got the t-shirt it is not fun it, it's just not. Also, you want to limit, again, excess spending. So those coffees might want to start brewing coffee at home. At happy hour, you're going to three, four times a week. Might want to buy a bottle of wine and just have your happy hour in front of your investigation discovery shows. That's just me. But <laughs> you may want to kind of change your mindset because, you know, $10, $15 per drink that can be saved towards something. So again, just kind of save where you can and limit any type of excess spending. Maybe you go out twice a month on the weekends instead of every weekend to a bar. Try to find something free. Hit up Groupon. <laughs> just try to do everything that you can if you are very serious about starting your nine to five. The next thing I'm gonna talk to you about, time management. Okay. I am not going to tell you to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to be successful. I mentioned this before. I'm going to mention it now. I am not a four o'clock in the morning person. I will say that I do have to make myself get up a little bit earlier. So usually around 530 or six, and even though I said six to seven, but 530 to six, I'll wake up and it doesn't mean you wake up and you start working right away, right? Maybe you have a routine that you do that doesn't involve your side hustle yet. So for example, I might wake up at 5.45, 5.30, lay in bed for about 15 minutes wondering what's going on in the world, i.e. why am I awake right now? <laughs> and then I go, okay, I'm gonna go for a quick run, run for 30 minutes, get my workout on, wake myself up, take a shower, eat breakfast, might read a quick book, do a 
find tarot card reading, whatever it is in the morning just to get myself up. And then I say, okay, by this particular time, I'm going to be working on some admin stuff for about an hour, checking and answering emails, sending out invoices, doing some follow-ups, and then I'm going to work for a particular chunk of time. Again, your time management is gonna differ excuse me, your time management is going to differ depending on your situation. I don't have kids, so I don't have to try to revolve my schedule around, you know, a two and a five-year-old. I kind of just revolve it around myself and that makes it easier. So by any means, I'll tell the parents out there who are trying to figure this all out, I respect your, what you're doing 10 times more if you're trying to do a side hustle with a full time and some kids. Like, that is amazing. I'm not saying I know how your schedule is. I'm just kind of putting out this idea of what to do from a perspective of being a single person. Um, but again, try to find where you can. And, and if 4 a.m. is not something that works for you, maybe you're a, you're a night owl, so you can stay up a little bit later if that's how your body works. Now, I'm all about sleeping. I am not gonna tell you to lose sleep to pursue your dream because you're gonna, you're gonna actually physically suffer from that. And I'm not here to advocate breaking your body down and killing your immune system just to fulfill your dreams. There are other people that do advocate for that. I am not one of them. But, you know, maybe you don't go to bed at nine. Maybe you do work better late. So you work until 10 or 11 o'clock, which is, you know, a decent amount of hours. And you know what your schedule is like. Play around with it. See what works for you. See how it benefits you. Also, you might be working some nights at home instead of going to happy hour. You might be coming in from work and going, all right, well, I got to work, do my admin stuff today instead of joining you guys at the bar that is prioritizing your dreams over what feels good at the moment because what you're doing is making yourself feel good in the long run as opposed to trying to enjoy something and then going back going oh i should have could have would have right and also i'm not telling you like skip the gym and go work out you know work at home i think working out is a really good stress reliever and if you're at a nine to five that you don't really want to be at going home straight to work is probably not something that you want to do because you want to get away from being on the computer or looking at a bunch of paper or words or numbers or whatever it is that you do during the day so working out is a really good break for you and there's nothing wrong with that so again i'm not telling you to cut out all of your hobbies i'm just saying kind of prioritize like while you're at happy hour could you really be at home doing something else that's productive as opposed to drinking a bunch of alcohol and running up a 50 60 70 dollar tab that could have been saved into your business fund you see what i'm saying and also um weekends you might have to tell your friends that you're going to be in a hole for a while it happens it happens to the best of us it happens to literally everyone hey can't go out this weekend because of blah, 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 or this is when I'm shooting, or this is when I'm putting together my social media calendar so that that can be automated while I'm at work during the day. Really look at when the best time is that you can work, because if this is really important to you, if your side hustle that you want to become a main hustle is so important to you, you will find the time to work on it, 100%. And again, 
I am not saying this to parents. I don't know what it's like to parent. I don't know what it's like to parent with a person. I don't know what it's like to parent on your own. All I know is about babysitting. So again, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to the people, you know, that that can take this information in. But I think what you love, if you can make time for it, you will make time for it and you love it and you want to do it by all means. And, you know, last but not least, set your goals and set action plans to those goals. Because goals are wishes. And if you don't have an action plan to those goals, you're just going to be wishing. I wish to quit my job. I wish to be a millionaire or a thousandaire or whatever air you decide that you want to be. So you want to quit your job? Awesome. Okay, what's a realistic deadline? Going back to everything I said before in the podcast, what is a realistic deadline for you to pay off your debt or pay down some things so that you can live, you know, your day to day and take care of your household still? Make Uh, that goal and work every day towards it. So if you want to quit your job in eight months, which is a realistic goal, if you want to quit your job in a year, that's a realistic goal. How are you going to do that so that when you transfer out of the nine to five and you start trying to do stuff on your own, it's a real, you're more comfortable when you take that leap. And also you don't tell anybody at your job what you plan on doing. Just do it. Just do it. Keep that in mind. And no, it's really hard and tempting to be like, bump this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit in a year. Mm-mm, no, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> you don't need to tell everybody your business. Keep that to yourself. Keep working hard and, and pursue your goals and pursue your dreams, okay? When it's time to quit, when that six months, eight months, a year come up, don't act like an ass before you're quitting. And don't act like an ass because you're quitting. Sorry, mom. This is the best way for me to describe this. You never know who people know. That CEO might know somebody who can be your next client. That CEO might have a spouse or a partner that could be your next client that needs your service. But if you walk out acting like God's donkey because you no longer need them, quote unquote, you're going to mess it up for yourself. You're already putting your business in a really terrible light. You do not want to do that. So no matter how terrible your employer is or how great your employer is, which I would assume you're not gonna act like God's donkey if you're, you know, have a great employer, but if no matter how bad your boss might be, always walk out gracefully. Always bow out with the most grace and the most respect that you can. Is that workplace politics? Probably, but just play it. It's not gonna kill you. It's not gonna hurt you. It's gonna make you look good. Okay, so so so-and-so quit. After working for a certain amount of time, they said, thank you for the opportunity. And you you don't have to mean it. Just write it down and say, thank you for the opportunity. I learned so much. And keep, you can keep it simple. You don't have to write this soliloquy of, of lies if that's not how you feel. But just, you did learn a lot. You learned how not to behave. You learned how not to manage and how not to uh, treat people. That's a valuable lesson, trust me. And then, you know, leave. Don't badmouth. I know it's hard. And, and look, look, I understand wanting to. But just leave and walk out gracefully. And, and let that be your past 
and keep it going and keep it moving and enjoy the next journey of your life, which is turning your side hustle into a main hustle, okay? So should you quit your nine to five? Sure, if that's what your heart desires, if that is what your gut is telling you, absolutely, quit your nine to five. Just make sure you have a plan and that plan has a strategy and you're working towards it so that you can have the successful launch with your business so that you're not crawling back and so you're not out here just floating and and dancing around aimlessly as if it's this great, wonderful, dreamlike, you know, action that you've just taken when really there's a lot of hard work ahead. So thank you again for listening to 512 FM. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to email me at 512fm at gmail.com. I am also taking topics uh, suggestions. So if you want to hear about something, if I know it, I will tell you, hey, I'm going to talk about it. If I don't know it and I can research it, we'll talk about it. And if I don't know it and it's out of my realm, I'll bring on an expert or just say no. (laughs) So either way, I would love to hear from you. Make sure you rate this podcast five, leave a comment. It is now available on literally every platform after so much hard work and waiting. So that's super awesome. And thank you so much again for listening to 512FM. Tell your friends and live your life every day that will make Beyonce proud of you. See you later.